The Siddur Snippet series is generously sponsored by the Saka family. We continue to uh, try to wind down the explanation of the opening bracha. Zocher chaste avos. HaKadosh Baruch remembers, he invokes the Zchus avos. And HaKadosh Baruch may be goel of nevenayim laman shemo biyahava. So we last left off. What does it mean, laman shemo? Does he bring geula in the merit of our forefathers? Are we invoking Zchus avos? Are we tapping into that account? Or is it laman shemo? Is it in his merit? And what does he mean? He does it biyahava. He does so with a sense of love and affection. So there are many interpretations. Just to share a few with you. The truth is, I don't remember how many installments this is just on these opening words. It should take a day to say one Amida. It should say a whole day to say the opening bracha of the Amida. If we're really giving thought to what these words mean, we're letting them penetrate. We're marinating and meditating on them. If we really are thinking about what we're supposed to be uh, tapping into, it would take us a lot longer. So the Aruch HaShulchan says, Bi'ava means that he does it himself, not to Rashliach. Mevi Goel, he in the present tense, we spoke about Gula is not binary, it's not Golas or Geula, but it's incremental, it's in stages. Dalad Geulos, not Dalad Lashonos, but Dalad Geulos. As Mechamanami has chalted the Geula. So Hashem brings that Geula, and he doesn't do it through a Shliach, he doesn't do it through an intermediary. But he himself is involved in our lives. We feel his presence, we feel his assistance, we feel his intervention, we feel his love. He doesn't only do it through others, he does it directly, and that is Mevi Goel. He's bringing the geula. He sustains us. How? Be'ahava with love. The Rishis Chachma has a different interpretation. Maybe Goa means that we're unworthy. We've made mistakes. We're not worthy. And yet, despite that, he's maybe Goa. Now, if a couple have a fight, two friends, business partners have an argument and they make up. So hopefully they've not only reconciled and repaired, hopefully it's better than ever. But as human beings who have a memory, sometimes a memory for the wrong things, it's hard to forget the pain, the hurt, it's hard to forget the betrayal, the unfaithfulness. It's hard to forget. The Ribbona Shalom, on the other hand, once he forgives, he also forgets. Kodesh Baruch was able to purge and restore and reset the relationship to where it was. We see that too. The notion of Hashem, Hashem, Karach, and the 13 Midos of Hashem. The Machlokas Rishonim, how do you count these 13 character traits? Is it Hashem? Hashem, why would we repeat Hashem's name twice to begin? Tosus explains... Ani Hashem, I'm the same God after a chait and before the chait. That same love, that same loyalty, that same admiration, that same affection, even after betrayal, we're able to repair and restore and reset things to the way they were. So the Risha Chachma says that's what it means. With love, Hashem doesn't hold on to a grudge. With love, He has a revisionist memory. He's able to let go of what we've done wrong. If we earn it, even sometimes when we don't, Biava with his love for us, he's able to not hold on to where we went wrong, but he's able to reset and able to repair and allows us to move forward. The Prima Gaudim has a third explanation. He says the Gula can come in one of two ways. Now we've explained until now, Mevi Goel is not talking about the ultimate Gula, that'll come at the end of the Amidah. As Temach David, we long to restore David HaMelech to his chair in Yerushalayim, to his throne. The Gula we talk about at the beginning, both in this bracha, Mevi Goel, and even the bracha of Goel Yisrael, are both not referring to the ultimate gula, they're talking about the fact that we survive, the fact that here we are, we endure. But the Prima Godim understands it's talking about the gula, the ultimate gula, the complete gula. And the gula we know can come in one of two ways. The gula can come bi'ita, in its designated time, when it's meant to be here, or achishena can come, could be uh, sped up, it could come faster. In an expedited fashion. Laman Shemo means 
that he'll bring the geula even before it's set time, even before we deserve it. Why? Biahava. With love, may Vigoel will bring that geula, biahava. His love will allow him to advance the schedule, to advance the, uh, the date, even from when it was supposed to come. But I want to share one last explanation I find very powerful, very beautiful. The truth is that we have a precedent. We're beginning our Amidah. If you didn't listen to any other explanation, listen to this. We begin by Amidah by invoking Ask Hashem, may we go all of Nevenem. We're praising Hashem. It's the brach of Shevach, part of God's greatness, part of our acknowledgement, part of our submission and surrender is to say Hashem is maybe goel leman shemo biahava. What kind of an argument? What kind of a praise is that? Leman shemo. What do you mean leman shemo? So the truth is that we have a precedent, at least twice in the Torah. Two of the most egregious mistakes Klai Yisrael ever made, both Moshe Rabbeinu advocates on their behalf to repair, and both he invokes the same argument. After the Chet Egel and after the Chet Meraglim. Both times Moshe comes to Hashem and he basically says, look, they're impossible. They're an incorrigible people. I don't blame you. I want to give up on them. If you want to wipe them out, that makes sense. But you know what? It's bad for the brand. It's bad for your name. It's bad for your image. Here Hashem, you took the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim and the whole 10 Makos were a curriculum in order to teach the world any Hashem that you exist, that there's a God, that there's an omnipotent infinite being who runs and controls the universe. You destroy the Jewish people, what are people going to say? They're going to challenge you, they're going to undermine you, they're going to think that you didn't have what it took to bring the Jewish people into the land of Israel. You couldn't even get your own people to listen to you. It's bad. It's bad for the brand. It's bad for your image. It's bad for your name. It's bad for your agenda, for the world. And both times Hashem says, oh, you know, they really don't deserve it. I really want to destroy them, but you're right. I'm going to forgive them because you're right. There's a bigger picture. There's a bigger goal. And therefore, even though they're unworthy, Laman Shemi, for my name, for my brand, for my agenda, for our mission in this world, I guess I'm willing to and I'm going to forgive. That's what we're doing at the beginning of the Amidah. We're following Moshe's footsteps and we're advancing the same argument in the form of praise. Hashem, your mevi goel of nevenayam, Laman Shemo. Your mevi goel, you sustain us, you allow us to survive. Long ago we were unworthy. Long ago, you should have dismissed us, disregarded us, given up on us. And yet here we are, we continue to endure. You continue to save us as individuals, collectively, as a people, as a nation. And why? Laman Shemo. Because ultimately you realize it's in your interest, it's part of the bigger agenda, it's part of the bigger goal, it's part of the bigger brand. Says Rav Asaman, Shom Yikom Damo. Says Rav that's the pshat, bi'ahava. The bi'ahava is that Hashem, we're not really here because we deserve it. The Jewish story continues and the beginning of redemption, the aschalta, the geula, that we're meriting to live in our time and in our day, we don't deserve it. He's doing it for him. He's doing it because there's a bigger goal, there's a bigger purpose, there's a bigger agenda. And yet, bi'ahava, he lets us believe it's because of us. He lets us live with the illusion that it's our worthiness. He lets us live with the misconception, the inaccuracy, that the truth is it's for us. And that is bi'ahava. That's an act of love. It's an act of love. When you're doing it really for yourself, but you let the other person believe that they deserve it, that they're worthy of it, that's bi'ahava, that's the affection that Akash Baruch is communicating in being mevi goel. We'll continue, we'll go weiter in the Shemar Yatsuri, Melech Ozer, Mashirim again. Don't forget, Vasein Talamater.